You're listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Monsters by Relia on AO3. Chapter 12. March 27th, 2021. Hey, she said softly into the phone, looking away from her squad, trying to focus on nothing but the sound of Elliot's voice. Elliot's voice, Jesus. From the moment she'd clapped eyes on his face again, they'd both been in crisis mode. Which hospital? Where are the kids? What the fuck were you thinking? Olivia, I'm sorry, we don't have to do this now. How's Kathy? At some point, she'd have to go home to sleep, and she knew the second she stepped through the door, it would all come crashing in on her. The fact that Elliot had come back. The fact that Kathy was laid up, broken in a hospital somewhere. At some point, it was all going to hit her. And it was going to snap Olivia in half like a twig. Ten years, she'd spent pushing these feelings aside. Talking herself into letting him go. Trying to move on. But just now, she'd seen his name on her phone, and her heart had swooped in her chest. Despite the chaos, and the grief, and the anger bubbling low in her belly, there was something like relief singing in her blood. He looked at her with heartbreak in his eyes, and every word he spoke was a wound, but she felt relief. Still, because he was home. Because he was right back where he always should have been. Because he was on the other end of the phone because he'd called her, finally. Called, but wasn't speaking. While she waited, listened, focused entirely on him, no sound came forth from him to save for his ragged breathing, unsteady in her ear. L, she prompted very softly. She's gone, he told her, and his voice was a wretched, broken thing. Liv, she's gone. Gone. Grief twisted in Olivia's belly, sharp as a knife. I'm coming, she said. I'm coming. And she did, without question, without hesitation, without even waiting for him to invite her. She came to him, because he was Elliot, and she would always come when he needed her, even if he hadn't come when she needed him. The other people in the hospital, doctors, nurses, patients, visitors, gave them a wide berth as Olivia and a clue strode purposefully down the corridor. Olivia knew her way around the trauma wards of every hospital in Manhattan, and the people who worked there knew her and did not try to waylay her. Likely that had more to do with the great black wolf padding silently by her side than anything else, but still. They were not interrupted, and Olivia was grateful for it because she was only barely hanging on now. And if she had to stop, she feared she'd dissolve into pieces right there in the middle of the hospital. Kathy was gone. Kathy, who had always been kind, if not warm, to Olivia. Kathy, who had understood, somehow, the role Olivia played in Elliot's life. And despite an understandable sort of resentment, never really took it out on Olivia. Never really took Olivia to task for owning so much of someone else's husband. Kathy, who had asked Olivia to get Elliot to sign the papers because 
You give him stability. Kathy, who even in leaving him, worried for him still and wanted to know he'd be looked after. Kathy, who had sat beside her in the car that day, the day Eli was born, laughing one moment and unconscious the next. Kathy, who had begged her, no, Olivia, don't leave me, and held her hand like Olivia was the only thing tethering her to the earth. Kathy, who was good and untouched by horror. Kathy, who was the mother of Elliot's children and the center of his world. Kathy, who he'd loved enough to go back to, even after she broke his heart in half. Kathy was gone. All that was left now was this great big hole, this crater torn through the fabric of the earth, and this weight settling heavy as lead on Olivia's shoulders. Elliot would be lost now, she knew. He would be consumed with questions and racked by guilt, and he would need someone to guide him. The anger she felt for him, still, the questions she needed answered, her own grief and heartbreak, those things would have to wait. Because Elliot would not be strong enough now to bear her sorrows and his own. He would need stability, goddammit, and the only person who could give that to him was her. It wasn't a choice, not really. Her options were to leave him to figure it out himself, or to go to him and hold his hand through it, and abandoning him felt wrong. It felt out of the question. She never even considered it. He had need of her, and she went to him, because maybe he'd found it in himself to leave her once, but she could never turn her back on this man, this man who was the other half of her heart. It took more strength to stay than to leave, and she had always been stronger than him. Even though she didn't feel particularly strong just now, walking down this corridor, the last two years, hell, the last ten, had taken so much from her, and time and time again she was forced to push her own heart aside in favor of taking care of someone else. Was forced to be strong because somebody needed to be, and no one else was up for the task. It was beginning to take its toll on her, but she could not stop. If she laid her burdens down, how many other lives would crumble? If she was not strong for Elliot now, what would become of him and his children? There was no other choice, not for a heart that loved as deeply as hers did. He needs you, a clue said as they continued on their way. They rounded a corner, and there he was, Elliot, standing with his back to her, alone and forlorn outside the room that had been Kathy's. Olivia faltered for a moment. It's too much, her heart seemed to say. It's too much. And you need him, Ecluse concluded. He was, she thought, probably right about that. Olivia drew in a deep breath, squared her shoulders, and schooled her expression, eased the tension in her brows, her mouth, let her eyes go soft, and then she was moving again, making her way towards Elliot. Though she and Ecluse made no sound, he must have felt them approach, must have known, the way he always did, when they were near, for he turned then, him and Alina both, and watched with haunted eyes as she came to stop in front of him. Elliot, she breathed his name, and he shattered. Came to her, and she knew, knew in the space of a single heartbeat after she spoke, 
exactly what he was going to do, and she was ready. With open arms, she accepted him, wrapped herself around him and felt him do the same, felt him cling to her, burying his face in her hair while his heavy body shook in her arms, while he trembled and wept like a child. I'm so sorry, she breathed. She was sorry, truly she was. She was sorry for him, sorry that he had to suffer such loss, sorry that he would be alone now, as he had not ever really been. Sorry that his love had been ripped away. Sorry that the future he had imagined for himself and his wife had been stolen. She was sorry for his children, who should have had decades yet to spend with their mother. Sorry for Eli, who would always be in her mind, a squalling newborn, cradled in her arms. His safety, her responsibility. And she was sorry for herself. Sorry that this was the way their story would play out. Sorry that her heart had not been healed that her love had not come looking for her, but had instead fallen into her arms in a moment when he had nowhere else to go. She was sorry for herself, holding him like this for only the second time in her entire life. And though she knew it was not love of her that brought him to her arms, she could not help but sink against him, soaking up the heat and the hardness of him, finding comfort there when she knew she shouldn't. He smelled like old spice and shoe leather and mint from his gum. He smelled exactly the way she remembered. He smelled like home and tears stung at the corners of her eyes. While she stood there holding him, while he wept in her arms, she glanced down and found that a cluse had likewise gone to Alina. When they met in the rain at the sight of the car bomb, a cluse had shied away from Alina but at the squad room he had, tentatively, allowed her touch. There was nothing tentative about him now. He went to her, to the place where she was sitting just behind Elliot, and wrapped himself around her, his great head resting on top of hers, comforting her as Olivia was comforting Elliot. His dark eyes found Olivia's, his gaze steady and sad, and she knew then that he felt it, even as she did that reluctance to let them in, and the compulsion to do it anyway, knowing that they were setting the stage for further pain, and yet unable to stop it. They had gone to the ones their hearts loved and could not be moved aside. Alina threw back her great silver head and howled, long and low, even as her man wept, and after a moment, a clue stood the same, adding his heartbreak to hers. Every person on the ward stopped and stared then, in silent, devastated wonder, stared at the two wolves pouring out their sorrow, stared at the man and the woman beside them, clinging to one another, stared and shared for a moment in that grief until the sound of it faded and more pressing matters drew their attention elsewhere. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember... 
The stories are out there. <laughs>